Hey guys, Eric here. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Before we tune in to the details today, I have one little favor I'd like to ask you. Are you listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify? If you are, and if you haven't done it already, it would be so helpful to Anita and I if you could leave a five-star review. It could just be putting five stars or even writing down something that you really enjoyed and learned from the episodes that you've heard so far. This kind of help would really improve our ability to give you better content and also to help other people find out about Taiwanica. So if you wouldn't mind taking just a few moments to do that, if you haven't already, we would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. And we really hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to Taiwanica. If you're looking for a podcast that is fun, deep, and insightful about the cultures in Taiwan and the USA, you're in the right place. This power couple tells real-life stories and cold hard facts while bringing you chill vibes, funny jokes, and special points of view that you can't find anywhere else. Now, your hosts, Anita and Eric. This is episode 26, talking about an interview with an Englishman. Welcome to Taiwanica. What's up, guys? My name is Eric, and I am one of the hosts on Taiwanica, also a teacher on Amazing Talker. And today, we have a very special guest with us. But before that, of course, I also need to introduce someone else that is also kind of important, Anita. Hi! <laughs> you're lucky you're sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Anita. I'm uh, another host on Taiwanica, and I'm also the Amazing Talker on Amazing Talker. That's How nice. are you guys today? Okay, thank you so much, Anita, for talking. Okay, so <laughs> it was amazing. All right, and so uh, now, without further ado, I would like to introduce our guest, Lawrence, who is from England. Hi, Lawrence. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Oh, doing great. Thank what? you so much for joining us today. Uh, Lawrence, can you give our listeners a little bit of background of yourself? Yeah, indeed. So uh, I am indeed from England, and uh, I was in Taiwan between 2017 and 2021, and I taught English to elementary and junior uh, high school kids in a Bushiban grammar school. Hmm. Lived for a year in Taichung, and then lived for another three and a bit years in Tainan. Uh, met you guys. Oh. I remember, yeah, uh, which was a defining moment in my life, I feel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> more, more, more. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember, yeah, first meeting, I remember meeting you in Kenting, Anita, and then Eric, I remember meeting you in Taichung. I think we went to Tiger Sports and played darts and pool, didn't we? And I destroyed yeah. your pool, but um, we lost the darts. Yeah, it was just right after I got my uh, my tattoo, and I, you two were drinking, and I was totally in the zone. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I got a bullseye at the very end and won. That was great. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure how you manage that. I'm not really sure either. It's sheer luck, my friend. Sheer luck. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anywho, thank you so much for joining us today. Our fans are going to be very interested in your point of view as a foreigner who lived for quite a long time in Taiwan, um, especially someone from the UK. So uh, your ex your knowledge and experience is very valuable. Thank you so much for joining us. No worries. All right. All right. Well, then, uh, Anita, can you uh, take it off with the first question today? Oh, of course. So my first question for, this, uh, for today is, Lawrence, 
What do you think is a crazy superstition that Taiwan has? Has to be crazy. Has to be crazy. <laughs> I mean, Ghost Month is、yeah. is fairly off the scale in terms of.、Mm. I'm assuming most people listening will know what it is. Most of your audience are Taiwanese,、mm. right? So just the the whole taboos around Ghost Month, things you can't do.、Mm. You can't go swimming. You can't buy a、mm. car. You can't.、Uh, I did do some research on the internet. You can't buy any puppets, sculptures, or dolls. <laughs> which is something I love to do generally.、Uh, I've got many, many sculptures and puppets at home. <laughs> and you can't say ghost outside, can you? You can't say you can't walk around and shout out "gui." Yeah, that's so. Well, you can't. <laughs> you cannot say that. <laughs> It's like Pokemon Month, you know. <laughs> 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 But that's what、um, you, know, like, you cannot cut your hair. You cannot get a haircut.、Really? You cannot, you know. Yeah, you cannot clip your nails during、mm-hmm. the midnight things like that. Also, I heard that we like you can't get married. We were thinking about getting married around that time, and、uh, her father was like, "No way, that's Ghost Month. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Wait." <laughs> I was just like, okay, all right, dude, relax. <laughs> just trying to get married here. That's all. So when you were in Taiwan, are you following this, like the superstitions? Did you believe、today? it? No, no, not at all. I mean, I, I respect just... it. I mean, I can, I respect what other people are doing, of course. Did I follow、Absolutely、it? No, I'm, I'm sure. I, I'm sure I made a lot of mistakes without meaning. Buying puppets,、uh, buying cars, <laughs> basically the buying, the purchase of of dolls, puppets, and sculptures. <laughs> Going swimming with puppets on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, got it. Good to know. Good to know.、Yeah. That's great. All right. Well, that, that's a very that's a、really、good. good that's a good superstition because、yeah. it's very unique to Taiwan. Because you also call Taiwan "gui dao," right? So, well, that's another meaning. But、oh? you know, basically, it's like in our culture, we're just afraid of ghosts, but we love ghosts. You know, it's kind of like love hate relationship. Yeah. So, especially during the Ghost Month, we have a lot of things that you cannot do, but also at the same time, you're kind of like celebrating it.、Mm. So, so, so what what does "gui dao" mean? Okay, Guidao means like in Taiwan is a small island, but there are lots of incredible and unbelievable things that happen. So it has nothing to do with ghosts. No,、oh. just like some of Gui, you know, in Chinese,、oh. like、we have expression. Like, what the hell? Yeah, what the hell? So that Gui is the same Gui from what the hell?、Oh, <laughs> so exactly. <laughs> Yeah, got some good. Exactly. You guys' Chinese is pretty good. Also, quite old. We don't even、right. say that right now. Only my mom. I love really?、It. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. You're old school, bro. You're old school. All right. Oh yeah. Well, let's dive into that. So,、um, Lawrence, what are the top three places that you would recommend any foreigner to visit in Taiwan? So, number one, Hefanshan,、oh. which is a mountain range. It's a mountain range to the west of Hualien. Although you can only get there from Tai Taichung, which is kind of frustrating. Um, by public、mm. transport, so the first one will be number one. Yeah,、um, so, it's super high up, but you don't need a permit to get to to do some of the hikes,、um, or to do、mm-hmm. most of the hikes. So、wow. yeah, I went there in, at the end of 2019, and it was pretty actually pretty cold. I mean, yeah, it's three thousand. Yeah, yeah, it's cold. But it was cool. It's amazing. That's yeah, three thousand、uh, meters up in the air, sea level. Um, yeah, and、uh, so I'd recommend there because it's somewhere where 
think not many people would go unless they knew about it. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, you don't need permits like Jade Mountain or Snow Mountain. That's so, interesting. I've never actually heard of this place, so um, I really want to go. Have we been there before? This guy, he never remembers everything or anywhere anything. I took him to. So we, we've been there. Very, very close. And we're almost going to take the bus to see the sunrise. But someone called it off because the weather is going to be bad. And then you just like, um, let's not do it. And it turned out to be great weather. But I, I don't know. The weather in Taiwan. Uh, I really want to go now. Yeah. I told you it was incredible. You were just ah, the weather is not going to go to that. Oh, well. I was pretty lazy back then. I was eating McDonald's every day. But that place is really good. But I think most people don't go there because, the, you know, there's unless you have a car or a scooter, otherwise it's very hard to get there, right? So how did you get yeah, there? Just so, yeah, I planned it in, in advance. I, booked the, I even booked the buses. Well, I got one of the <laughs> members of staff at my school to help me book the buses. Which was a bus to Puli, mm-hmm. Puli, yeah, and then a bus from there to Qingjing, the farm. Qingjing, Qing, yeah. Qing, I don't know time. Sorry, Qingjing. Thank you. And then, uh-huh. and then a bus to Hebanchan. So it's pretty, uh, pretty tricky. You got to obviously kind of tally up the, the bus times. Otherwise, you're going to wait for a long time. Talk about dedication. Yeah. You know, you made it. Yeah. yeah. That was by far the hardest journey. Yeah, but it was, you know, once you're up there, it's all right. You, well, you've got to accustom yourself to the, which is much thinner. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was good fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Second, second, place, second place, I'd say, would be Taidong, just because it kind of feels relatively untouched compared to, like, the west west coast of Taiwan. Yeah. And it's a good, like, point to, to go to different places, like Green Island. Um, you can go north and mm-hmm. see some really cool things on the coast. San Shentai as well. Place. Yeah. Yeah, Sanxian Tai. Where is that? That's like many bridges. Oh, that place. Yeah, that's called Sanxian Tai. Oh, you're really good at remembering the places' names. This guy, just like. I remember <laughs> they're shiny. There's. Plans <laughs> every trip, like every detail of wonderful trips. You never remember. I remember them. I just don't remember their names. That's all. They can play. focused on having a nice time with with Anita, right? It wasn't the place to be with. Yes. Don't eye roll. You, you, Just because eye roll. People cannot see me. Oh my god. Uh, all right. So uh, yeah. So that that place is absolutely wonderful. So uh, beautiful. I, I, Anita and I were saying that if we were ever to buy a house in Taiwan, yeah. we would buy a house in Taichung. Mm. Really nice. Yeah. Come join us, Lawrence. Okay. Uh, I could be your Dian Dong Pao. Like I don't know about this. Oh, your third wheel. Your third wheel. Your third wheel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why is it a libel. Anyway, that could be a new and then another podcast <laughs> episode discussing that. Yeah, we can discuss that. It's a, it's a three wheel car, isn't it? So, yeah, I, guess. I mean, cars have four wheels. So they are pairs. This is true. Uh, but if you know, if I mean, four. Thailand has three three wheel cars. That's why they are driving crazy. That's what happened in the relationship. If you have like third person in the relationship, it's going to be crazy. All right, the same. <laughs> You're being such a third wheel right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep out of it, Anita. Keep out of it. God, what are you doing, <laughs> you guys? Uh, so, 
third place. What was it? Third place was Xiaoliuqiu, just an island, island just off Gaoxiong. Yeah. So yeah, you can kind of scoot around yeah. it in a couple of hours or an hour or whatever. Uh, what? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I said not Ding uh-huh. Dong, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, we yeah. Specifically off Gaoxiong, not Ping Dong Anita. It's closer to Gaoxiong. Um, than Ping Dong. And uh, yeah, you can do some snorkeling with, with sea turtles, uh, which was which I did, which That's was true. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Snorkeling. snorkeling is amazing. It was actually uh, Anita's first time to do that when we went to Shaolio Cho no, together. It's not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought because you can't swim, maybe it was your first I time. Snorkeling, you don't need to swim to do the snorkeling. Yeah, people pull you. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Why do you need swimming skills to do that? Okay, all right. It's not my first time. It's actually your first time going to Xiaoliuqiu. It was my first time. Yeah, and my only time so far. So far, nobody asking about your experience. Okay. We have our guests. Here. My my pain. <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> <laughs> so why Xiaoliuqiu? You say snorkeling and other things, that yeah. fun things that you can do on Xiaoliuqiu. Ooh, what else did we do on Xiaoliuqiu? I just remember the snorkeling, the snorkeling to be honest. But um, yeah, it, it's just a really beautiful place. And it's quite accessible from, from the mainland. Yeah, you can get scooters and just, just ride around. So easy. Yeah, laid back people. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I remember <laughs> watching literally about 98% of the drivers on Xiaoliuqiu did not wear. Um, not wear helmets <laughs> for better for better or worse, you know, you know. But uh, yeah, not really far away from their hospital. I mean, <laughs> this, the island is so small. Oh no, there's an accident. Let me carry you two feet, and there you go. You're in the hospital. <laughs> you remember when we were like. We booked a tour when we were there that we are going to do like snorkeling or something. Uh-huh. And one, we start drinking because we waited too long. Then we start drinking. And when we are about to join the, the tour, they say, oh, we have to ride our scooter there, which at that point we didn't know we need to ride a scooter. Yeah. But we already, you know, drink dry. some beer or yeah. something. And then we told them, say, we cannot ride scooter because we already like drink that. Yeah. And they give, give us a look like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Okay. Let's go. Hurry up. Hurry up, everybody. Everyone's waiting for you. All right. All right. Let's not get too sidetracked on that one. Um, we're definitely not being responsible speakers right now by saying that. But, but we didn't join the tour. Oh, yeah. That's right. We are being responsible. We were being yeah. responsible. We were. We were. We were, yeah. we were very responsible. The moral um, of the story is that you are responsible people. Absolutely. Everyone should be your friend. Yes, but uh, there was something else I wanted to ask. Oh, wait, there's a very famous cave in Xiaoliuqiu called Devil's Cave, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you go there? Yes. Yeah. I've actually, I have been twice. I think I think I went the first time, and and I'm I definitely went the second time. I remember the second time. It, I think it chucked it down. So we took like did it chuck it down. It's all like it chucked it down, or it was just super hot. One of one of the other. So we we took refuge. Uh, on, right. on the De- Devil's Cave, yeah, and got some refreshments. Yeah, you can get she, drinks. She is, she is terrified of that place. She will not, she doesn't really? want to go in. You know, when I was a kid, my first time I went to Xiaoliuqiu when I was elementary school. So I, at that time, I didn't know I had a claustrophobia. So my mm. 
you know, there's a tour that everybody go there. So let's go, let's go. And there was like a cave thing. So you just have to go through that. And I almost died inside. You almost like, died inside. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, they were just so tiny in there inside. So that's how I remember that thing. Wow. That's why. Because of claustrophobia, not because there's a devil inside. There's not a devil inside. Like before, they called it uh, the devil cave. Yeah. It's just directions made from Chinese. Ugui is like, you know, in the Aboriginal people who lives in the island, used, they used to be like tiny and their skin tone is usually very tanned. Mm. So, you know, from distance, you just see like there's some like tiny little ghosts there and like tanned skin, things like that. And they usually go through that tunnel to uh, somewhere else, you know, so they say they like, use the, the, the pathway. Path. Yeah. Mm. So that's why they call Ugui. It's not really the ghost. It's the <laughs> Aboriginal people. Oh, wow. So now we now know another term for Aboriginal people. That's probably not a good term to use these yeah. days, right? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, very fascinating. fascinating. Okay. Off to the <clears throat> third question. What is, Lawrence, what is the most surprising, delicious food besides, of course, stinky tofu that you have had in, in Taiwan? <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry. I just thought about stinky tofu. I got a little sick there. <clears throat> You're telling me mm. you haven't been making stinky tofu every day in Oregon? Oh, uh, oh, I'm so sorry, but no, I'm <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint you. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather eat dirt. <laughs> I'd rather eat dirt. <laughs> yeah, push shame in my family. Shame. Your family doesn't even make stinky tofu. <laughs> my father loves stinky tofu. He loves it, but he doesn't make it. We used to sell stinky tofu. Wow. No wonder why That's another story. I'm no, sorry. No wonder why you're all stinky. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you have so many ideas for, po for podcast episodes. You can do an episode on yeah. the time, or, you know, when your family made chodofu. And then, there you go. Um, I mean, there's another, another one earlier as well. Uh, to answer your question, gua bao, which is the little oh, Taiwanese oh, hamburger thingamabobs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, just so I filled, like white bread was that right lawrence it's like with white bread it's, it's with bao isn't it it's with the yeah. the white what's bao how yeah. would you describe bao kind of fluffy like i don't know i'm looking bun. for words here yeah that's the one but um oh. we, can, we can get them here like versions of them in england but guava bao has like mm. pork like pickled like vegetables mm. coriander sorry what's american yeah, yeah. version of coriander cilantro uh Cilantro. Cilantro. Mm -hmm. Cilantro. And then like peanut, like ground peanuts, which is, makes it super sweet. It's pretty yummy, right? Yeah, it's, a, it's delicious. It's absolutely delicious. It's really good. That's a good one. Um, and usually the price is not that expensive, right? Like right. 20, 30. Very cheap. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. There's, there was one place in Tainan. There's one place in Tainan that sold them till like late at night near, near the university. Um, really cool. Idiot, really? Gua, gua bao. Mm. Oh, that was cool. Interesting. Yeah. I never they served it with egg as well. You have it egg and cool. That's so, Was that your first time having it? No, I don't know when I had it first. Um, but, but oh. yeah. But um, I think because I'm vegetarian now, I think what would you replace the pork by? How would you alter it to, to feed hungry vegetarians or vegans? Okay. Or tofu. Sorry? Like okay. stiff tofu or tempeh. Mm. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. They give me another, like, I have another question for you guys. What's what up? are you guys' very first food that you guys try when you 
first arrived in Taiwan? Ooh, good question. I can answer that immediately. That's uh, so when I first arrived in Taiwan, we took, uh, my Finnish friend Aro. Well, it was like my tour guide, and he took me from Taoyuan Airport to Taipei. And he's like, "Let's just find a place where we can get Taiwan beer." And I was like, "Okay, sure, why not?" And so we went to a just a really small place to eat food. Um, and he bought or well, got us a couple of uh, the is it the gold? It's not. I think it's gold medal, like gold medal tone, pai, yeah, uh, Taiwanese beers. And then he or he. I had no idea what the menu said. It was entirely in Chinese, and I didn't speak Chinese at the time. And so he asked me, "What do you want to eat?" I was just like, "Just give me some food, man. I don't know what to eat." So uh, he's like, he starts talking them off in Chinese, and I'm just like, "Okay, uh-huh. cool, 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 uh huh, cool, good. Cool, cool, cool. I, I like this idea." Uh, and then uh, ten minutes later, I'm like looking around and seeing everybody like eating these like fried food. I'm like, "Okay, it looks like we're gonna have some fried food or something like that." Everyone's like super happy. All of a sudden, this, the lady's coming out with this giant plate, and she puts it onto the table, and it's a completely fried crab, like <laughs> completely fried. Like she just literally took a live crab and put it into the fryer. And I was just, and she's like, "All right, here you go." And then I was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> and so, was it good? oh, it was delicious. It was absolutely delicious, but um, it was spicy. It was uh, flavorful. flavorful. It was amazing, but um. My body did not like it. My body did not like it. It tasted great, but my body did not like it. But yeah, that was my very first food in Taiwan. That's incredible. And Taiwan beer. And yeah. Taiwan beer together at the same time. What about you, Lawrence? What about you, Lawrence? I the first time I came to Taiwan or went to Taiwan was when I was traveling around Asia. So I initially went to Singapore, then I came to Taiwan, and I ate something dodgy in Singapore. And Singapore. therefore, yeah, therefore in. In um, Taipei, I was stuck in the hostel for like a few days. I just couldn't do anything. I was just in in the hostel Poor bed. Thing. Yeah, I couldn't eat anything. Yeah. I managed to brave a KFC because I didn't know what to get, and there was a KFC down the road. I didn't like <laughs> Shilin Market area. And then once I, bra- I think I braved a couple of KFCs because I knew what it was. I knew it was going to be cooked to hell, and therefore it was going to be safe to eat. And so Is that-, uh, <laughs> that was my experience the first four or five days in, in there. But then I, I'm sure I went to the market, Shulin Market, probably tried to, mm-hmm. nothing sure. I can remember. But, yeah. mm. So so just a quick side question. Is that why you mm. lived near AFC in Tainan? All the time. Because you were just like, <laughs> just as a safe measure of your food? Just in case you got food poison. That was merely coincidental. Uh, ah, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Wink, wink. Yes, got it. <laughs> when it's like a new rental place, you know, they can set up the KFC voucher. KFC near me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the house have need to be near hey, Yeah. The, the KFC was literally like, I mean, from my from the flat, from exiting the flat, I would say it would be like 20 seconds. Yeah, literally yeah. literally 20 seconds. Like, I, yeah. it was amazing how close it was. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's not uh, stray away too far. Um, it's your turn, Anita. Alrighty then, we finished the full question. Next question for you, Lawrence, is as an Englishman, what was one thing that just don't satisfy you in Taiwan that you could find in England? Firstly, I would like to congratulate you on your um, pronunciation of Englishman, <laughs> Englishman, as Eric uh, did at the start. So, well done for that. Such an Englishman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, I made this one short and sweet then. Um, Indian curry, or like, you know, Indian, Pakistani, Nepalese, because we got all different types in, in England, the UK. So, yeah, that's what I'd go for. There's, there's not, I mean, there's, there's a few restaurants in, in Taiwan, but it's not as authentic. I mean, maybe our, our curry is not authentic as well, but um, authentic to what I know, I guess. We'll be right back. I really like journaling, but I always end up in no time or cannot find a journal that I really like. So I was like, hey, let me create one. So here it is, a self-help journal created and designed by Anita. Inside the book, I provide very simple and easy to follow template. For example, in the morning, to the list. In the evening, gratitude practice. So you can use a very little time to start this healthy habit. Go ahead and check it out in our description down below or go to our buymeacoffee.com. Very interesting. Well, um, I guess that makes sense, right? Right. Can I say something? I don't know if I'm right or not. No, you can't. I'm not going to say anything. Sorry. (laughs) A lot of Indian people in England, right? Like the population Uh, there is quite... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, yeah, there's a big influx of people from India and, yeah, I think, like, from the 50s? I, my history is not on that. It's not great. But, yeah, certainly, I mean, there's a lot of areas, a lot of places you can go to, to get big cities, but also, like, smaller areas of, of, like, London, for example. You can go and get really good curry. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So oh, next time you come oh, over, maybe- I will take you to a, take you to a restaurant. Yay, we are we definitely going to come to England to see you. I want to yes. go to yeah. never be to England. You'll love it. All right, well, then hopping over to the next question here. Uh, Lawrence, what was one useful skill that you learned while living in Taiwan that you would not have learned in your home country? For example, like uh, cl- drying your clothes outside in the sun. <laughs> drying your clothes outside in the sun. Is that is that not like something every... Every like someone from every country does. Americans once upon a time did it, but that was like fifty years ago. <laughs> we have this thing called a dryer now. Dryer or destroy your clothes. Dryers are convenient. Dryers <laughs> are convenient, but they a yes. Now need to correct. They will destroy your clothes, and they're not good for the environment. That's Using true. a lot of this energy that is becoming more and more expensive. That's so true. Dryers are. <laughs> 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 if you wanted convenience, why are you not in Taiwan? Eric, if you wanted convenience, well, why are you not in Taiwan right now? That's that was your, number, that was your first podcast. Well, I mean, that's true. But I mean, that, that, why don't we have dryers in Taiwan? No, no, no. You're saying what, if, if you love convenience, why are you not in Taiwan? I said, that's a good question. That question should be asked to you. Why are we not in Taiwan? Because someone doesn't like <laughs> someone, meaning you, does, <laughs> not. does not like. <laughs> Does that like what? No, we are, are travelers. Are we love to experience. Are you ready? Kind of turkey testicles. <laughs> what the hell is that? Inside joke. Inside joke. Oh my okay. God, that's um, so if you want to know what that's from, what is that show Please from? Please don't. What's the show called? The Late Night Show. The Late Night Show by James Gordon. By James Gordon. <clears throat> you can watch it to understand what that meant. Turkey testicles. Oh um, okay. Uh, anyways. Um, Lars is just sitting here nodding his head. Yeah, like, um, letting those two people yes. finish talking. Okay. I'm done with the end of the right now. I'm done with Austin yet. Okay. And, like the worst host. 
Stafford. <laughs> I love you too. I love you too. Okay. All right. So what is your answer to that question? What was the question? No, I do remember. Um, <laughs> driving, driving a scooter. Um, a scooter. Because certainly wouldn't have, uh, well, you know, driving a motorbike or scooter. Yeah. I wouldn't have learned to do that uh, in the UK. Uh, just because, yeah, they're not as cheap here. And it's much colder, generally. Makes sense. So, yeah, that would be it. Do people ride scooters in England? They ride motorbikes. You, you get some some pretty pe- some some people that want to ride really fast on motorbikes. They've got like proper hmm. 500cc plus motorbikes, I, I guess. Hmm. Um, and they're kitted out in all of their gear because hmm. I guess they're going super 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 fast and or and it's cold. So. Yeah. Um, whereas the scooters we, I mean, the scooter I had was only 150cc, so it wasn't a proper motorbike as such, was it? Um, mm-hmm. But that was a cool. I mean, I didn't have an accident, which was which was nice. Um, I'm sure I definitely could have done. Sorry to mention that for you guys, because I know you guys did. So it's a silly thing, thing silly thing to say on my part. But um, yeah, you're shaking your head. <laughs> All right, we're gonna just uh, just pretend. I wanted to remind you of that. Yeah, yeah, we're all fine. Everyone's fine here. I'm smiling. Everyone is all right. Yeah, everyone lived to tell the tale. We do live to tell the tale. Yes. Yes. Uh, All right. So let's go on into the uh, next question here. Let's see here. No, you go ahead. It's your turn. It's my turn. All righty then. All right. Next question is: If there was one thing you wish Taiwanese people could be better at doing, would it be? Go <laughs> mm. on. That's great. Uh, I tend to find like Taiwanese young Taiwanese people are very like frustrated with, or can be frustrated with, like the, their their parents' generation. Like there's a lot of pressure that they feel. Yeah. To be a certain way, or mm-hmm. like have a certain, you know, study a certain popular like area um, mm-hmm. at school, and um, basically education, 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 which is, of course is isn't it, is really important. But perhaps some people want to go and do something different, something yeah. more hands-on, or whatever it might be, closer to their interests. So yeah, just instead of, I guess, the pressure they feel to I don't know, become a doctor or become study accountancy. I know those are examples often given. So, mm-hmm. so what would the? I mean, yeah, that's very, very common. Like in Taiwan, like we need to listen to what our parents tell us to do. You know, if you don't do that, you consider as like you know you're not a uh, good kid, things like that. So. Just like you say, you we we <clears throat> we're under a lot of pressure from our parents. So yeah, sometimes we choose a lot of students. You know, like they choose the subject or a major. Just like you say, it's the the things they don't like, but their parents say, "Oh, this is so have a, like a wonderful future, so you should do that." And they are not happy. I think that's what you're trying to say here. And no, you said it much better than I did. Yeah. Oh yes. come on. Stop. <laughs> And, uh, this is much better know, without Eric. Like we could just carry on without Eric in this. Uh, I know he just wanted <laughs> this off. That's right, right? We don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, there are some younger generations. They are kind of like you know changing. They they insist to do the things they wanted to do, 
And some kids, they are still like kind of in this kind of a stage that they wanted to make a difference of their, of their life, but still they're under a lot of pressure from their parents. For this kind of group of students or kids, what would it, what would be the suggestion that you will give them? Wow. I mean, don't listen to your parents. Tricky, do you? Don't listen. Yeah. I mean, follow, follow your dreams, like whatever they might be. I mean, that's more difficult to, to do than say. Um, but if you have an interest or passion, then don't give it up. Just, mm-hmm. just keep, keep at it. And, uh, yeah. if you can find a career doing it or even just a passion project, then that's worthwhile, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's hard Very because good. parents think they know best sometimes and sometimes they do, but sometimes they don't. So, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Like the, the relationship with our parents, I mean, like as a Taiwanese, it's always tricky. And then, yeah, it's very difficult. Like there are a lot of things involved, right? You're getting a little emotional here. <laughs> you know, uh, I didn't get enough cuddles. <laughs> I don't know what cuddle was. Uh, it's a really good uh, point of view. I think it's like biggest issue in like 80% of the families in Taiwan, like, Kids will try to make some different uh, life options, uh, choices, but they always have to go through like this kind of like you know fights hmm. with their parents hmm. and things like that. And most of the time, I think kids will feel like they're doing something wrong just because they don't they are not doing what their parents told them. Hmm. So I think it's also a very good suggestion from Lawrence. Who's like, if you find something, just keep doing it. Don't give it up. Hmm. You know, it's yeah. Really good suggestion. Uh, I always found Taiwanese people very ambitious. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of uh, opportunities in Taiwan to like open your own store mm-hmm. or to try your own profession. I mean, there's always going to be like you could be a doctor and then you'll be respected by all of Taiwan, or yeah. you could be a, a engineer and make a lot of money on that. But basically, if you don't follow these two career paths, your parents won't necessarily find you to be quote unquote successful. Mm-hmm. And so, but I, even though the this is the fact. There's still a lot of people out there that, you know, open stands at night markets or start their own barber shop or have their own cafe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the the idea that, you know, people are kind of like being pushed to be this kind of like way status quo by their parents. But a lot of them will rebel and do these different unique things. And mm-hmm. I, it makes Taiwan's like younger generation very special, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, and so... Um, yeah, Taiwan's way of uh, expressing themselves is quite magical, in my in my personal opinion. Okay, uh, so just yeah. to dive into okay. our final question here, uh, Lawrence, uh, if you were given just 24 hours to go to Taiwan right now and could only do three things during that time, what would be the three things you would do? So I would I would definitely go to Lanyu because. Yeah, I, I've never been there. So I would focus on somewhere I've never been, and that would be, obviously, that's to the southeast of Taiwan, and an mm. island. So I would yeah. take a plane there because it would be the quickest route, quickest method. And uh, I would probably rent a scooter and just um, have a scooter around. And uh, I would also definitely mm. buy a Dordolu because it's probably going to be very hot. <laughs> I need some refreshment. And that is, in my opinion, the best refreshment possible. Uh, oh my god. god. What is the Dodolu, guys? It's amazing. I think it's called yogurt in English. Yeah, yogurt. Yogurt. Mm. Mm. That's called Dodol. You know, the kind of 
Yakult? Yakult. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yakult. Yakult. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, there's, a, there's like a set of eight, right? And then there, there's this very small straw. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you can literally just keep the set of eight together, pop one with the straw, and then when you're done with it, pop the next one, pop the next one, pop the next one. Like or just, this. Oh, you just pump each one of them with one straw and you just keep going. Yeah. That's what I just said, but you're, you're, you're pretty. <laughs> you're, you're really pretty. Okay. Um, you're describing yakul, right? Not yakul green yes. tea. <laughs> which is what, which yakul is a door door leaf, by the way. Um, which I'm sure most people listening will know. But it is amazing. It's just the best. I mean, it sounds horrible, but it is so refreshing on a hot, sweaty day. <laughs> sure. sure. It's just, like <laughs> it's just a, a mixture of confusing flavors. Um, and oh, you're right. It no, is refreshing. No, no, you don't know what you're you talking get, about, you, you can get You can get a, like a passion fruit door door, a yakul with passion fruit, which is, or even, I'm sure, lemon as well, which is kind of, I know you mean sour. When it's just with green tea, it's, it's just nothing Nothing will beat it, in my opinion. Nothing will beat it. You hear that? <laughs> Quote for Lawrence. Nothing will we'll beat, beat it. it. Mm, all oh right. I should all be right. the, the branding behind the Dordordi. Maybe I should really be should. Them, okay. You should be sponsored yeah. by them. Oh, my God. You'd be making tons no. of money right now. Imported to yeah. uh, England. Yeah. Dordordi. Nothing can beat it. Do 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 do. Awesome. Not yakko on the road, uh, Eric. We're not pouring yakko all over the road. Uh, no, no, yeah. No. You you're you're on line you, and then you are yes. drinking do 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 and riding a scooter, of living yeah. the dream, and then basically. Uh, um, I don't know. Can you do snorkeling there? I mean, I'm just. You, this is just one thing in itself. Or maybe, yeah. This is. So I would do some snorkeling if it's possible, or just go and explore some um, some of the culture. You know, there's some Aboriginals on the mm-hmm. uh, on Lanyu who still live on Lanyu, so as much yeah. as it's possible to explore. Um, and then I'd probably come back to the mainland and have a have a wild night out in Kending. Oh, nice. nice party with, time. with my with my friends Eric, Anita, and company. Oh, yay, yay. company. Yeah. <laughs> We know how to party. We do. <laughs> I know how to do things awkwardly. I don't. But you, yeah. <laughs> do it like American. <laughs> Never go on party with Eric. He or, will embarrass you. Or if you like embarrassing parties, <laughs> always go out with Eric. No party life. Everyone loves it. All right. Uh, anyway, this is a really good trip. It is a good trip. Yeah. I would love to do that. Actually, can we join you on that trip? He just mentioned Absolutely, yeah. You can join me. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really say three things, but maybe four. No, I think I you did. Man, you, Dodo Liu, is that important that it becomes one extra yes. thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You got it. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Lawrence's face it's, is very you know, serious. It's very interesting because not many people, you know, most of the foreigners that when they come to um, Taiwan, they will drink that bubble tea, you know, everywhere. But Dodo Liu is very, like, you know, specific. Only, only like, if you really know Taiwan very, very well, you will say duo duo lü because a lot of people don't even, even willing to try by just hearing the name. So based on, you know, the under, the, you know, we can tell like Lawrence is very, you know, have traveled around Taiwan. He's very experienced. Experienced. He's seasoned. <laughs> like salt. 
My very first, I have one final question for Lawrence to answer, which、oh. is, what is a question that you know Taiwan very well? But what is the one question about Taiwan that you still have yet to answer? Oh, what a good question! <clears throat> That's a good question. My answer would be, why is vegetarianism or veganism not a, a bigger thing in Taiwan?、Um, oh yeah, I find that even younger people are very confused by the idea when I suggest it. Like, I mean, because I tried to go vegetarian for a bit in Taiwan, and, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going vegetarian." They're like, why?、Uh, <laughs> so, and they're, they're very confused.、Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean,、um, obviously, like in in the US, I'm sure, like it's becoming more and more common for people to embrace. Oh yeah, different yeah. I mean, eating habits. Or,、um, yeah. In Oregon, we have like eight, eight, five different,、so、six many, different diets. Yeah. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think the you know the very important. <laughs> I was thinking how to answer the question. <laughs> I think the biggest issue is in Chinese. We only have one term for、it. the people who don't eat meat.、Mm. Basically, just 吃素 So we don't really separate you know vegetarian, vegan, or you know. Any different types of diets. Basically, we separate our diet with one type. First type is eating meat.、Mm. You're eating everything. The second type is you don't eat meat. You know, if you don't eat meat, you are vegetarian or vegan or whatever. Because, like I say in Chinese, we only have one term and one term only, which is 吃素 mm. 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 You know, and that's super confusing, yes, though, right? Because it's very confusing if you if you're、uh, vegan, for example, and and you you go to a restaurant and you say, is this like Is this vegetarian? Like, is this vegan? You can only ask. Just I don't know what you can ask. Just a, just what can you say? Like, can I eat this? Like, because and they might think you can have vegetables is fine, but they might put like meat floss on top of it, and then you're like, well, yeah, you know, <laughs> or they might put like something that they probably bad example, but something with like meat or like. Something that vegetarians can eat, for example, that vegans can't. So I guess dairy, dairy products, for example. Like dairy,、um, exactly. So it's super confusing. Yeah. I think it's time to coin a new word in Chinese for this. What is vegan? What is vegan? Vegan. <laughs> no. What are the characters? <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. Vegan. What are the characters? Oh. It just sounds like pagan. Yeah, exactly. Pagan, but instead of pagan, it would be vegan. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Well, we can we'll think of the characters. Yeah, we can call it vegan. Vegan dia. 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 Vegan To any kind of restaurant, even though they say they are like you know, vegetarian or vegan, whatever you want to call it, just ask what's inside of your dish. That will be、mm. like the fastest way. Like, yeah. Does it has like、uh, cheese in it, or you know, any kind of like dairy products inside of your meal? Yeah, it's really hard to find a, a place that literally just focuses on that. But there are some places. There、and、are more some. And more. There are some more and more, but they're not like they're not、um, advertising it. You know, they're just a restaurant name and stuff、yeah. like that.、Mm-hmm. You know, so but uh, anyways, uh, 
Yeah, well, Lawrence, it was uh, really great to uh, chat with you today. Uh, it was a fantastic uh, podcast episode. Do you have any uh, final comments that you'd like to mention before we finish? No, just just to suggest to everyone, remember, Godolu is, is the most magical thing in 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 Taiwan. In, yeah, in Taiwan. Uh, I'm sure. Other than that, just thank you for inviting me onto your podcast. Oh, no. Yeah, it's been a, a great pleasure to have you. Um, and so thank you so much for representing uh, your country today uh, by telling us a lot of stuff sure. about UK. <laughs> <laughs> not sure I, could, I, I did that especially well, but uh, yeah, no, no worries. <laughs> oh, that's great. No, thank you so much. And so, yes, at the end of this episode, uh, that was Lawrence, everybody, for someone who has been in the uh, Taiwan and lived in the UK and uh, yeah we really hope that you enjoyed this episode if you are if you did enjoy this episode please make sure to uh, give us a five star and subscribe to Taiwanica podcast on Apple podcast or Spotify also if you want to support Anita and Eric their adventure with making this podcast make sure to go to buymeacoffee.com slash Taiwanica to buy us coffee so that we have more uh, energy to be able to do more podcasts. All right. Thank you again, Lawrence. Thank you so much. Cheers, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in to Taiwanica. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to Taiwanica. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.